Hey Reds, how's it going? This is your host Prana back for you from your favorite podcast, the Hyderabad Copcast. So after the international break and the FA Cup break that followed, it's been ages since we last saw favorite team in action. The Liverpool fever has really caught up, eh? And we're back with another weekend of football. This time we go to another big six club. Or do we really consider them a big six anymore? So guys, let's jump in with our panel for the preview of the upcoming games. First one, a Saturday trip to the London rivals, Arsenal. So guys, how's it going? Hey, uh, this is Tosef. Uh, so this is my first time on Copcast and uh, it's been a wonderful uh, first episode. Uh, um, so I'm really excited to be here with you guys. So um, yes, uh, finally we are back to uh, club football. Um, yeah. So, you know, Arsenal uh, being, uh, you know, both the clubs, Liverpool and Arsenal, have been uh, woefully inconsistent throughout the season. Um, and, uh, you know, despite that, uh, I think we do expect us to finish, uh, come up with uh, the flying colours uh, after the weekend. Because, you know, we always have had, uh, you know, a good record at Emirates. The problem for us might be, uh, you know, some of the players who can run behind us, uh, like Abameyang or, uh, you know, Saka or Smithrow. But, you know, I think I've heard that the I've heard that Saka has been injured, uh, uh, has picked up an injury with the England team. So I think he may be a, a doubt for the game. Uh, but again, you know, we should be in a good position with uh, Jota coming back. And also, Arsenal have got their own number 10s now, Emile Smith-Rowe and Martin Odegaard. So guys, how do you think we can stop them? Yeah, hi. Uh, Karan, yeah, happy to make uh, your acquaintance. This is also my first uh, copcast. I'm really excited. Now, I just wanted to uh, jump into the whole Odegaard debate as well because his name came up and I am actually... For me, he's the most dangerous player to look forward to when we place Arsenal this Saturday. I think it's a very tricky side to go and face at this stage of the season considering they have had a topsy-turvy season this season we've not been up to the races either I feel like it's a pretty even contest but like Tosif said I also think we can win that because we can hurt their uh, defence I don't think it's that great but we need to keep an eye on Odegaard I hope uh, it's like a man-to-man kind of a thing with Odegaard and that's where my head space is right now someone had died him yeah, feels nice to be on the Copcast. So I think the Arsenal's game is going to be really tricky. Uh, we don't have a good record against Arteta's Arsenal at the Emirates. Uh, and yeah, so I think uh, we need to get our act together for this game. This is this game will be uh, setting a precedent for a lot of things the rest of the season. And if top four, if top four needs to be like. We need to make top four. This game should be like the starting point from where we start the run. Uh, yeah, so I there is I believe we we will win, but uh, Arsenal are completely capable of uh, getting points from us. So yeah, that that is how we could sum it up in this moment. Yeah, even you know, uh, you know, as... uh, the... go on, go on. Yeah, go ahead, Karan. So 
uh, I was just going to add to uh, Jaydev's point that you know in the during our first leg uh, in the earlier part of the season, you know we had uh, Lacazette, you know just making run after run, breaching our uh, final uh, line of defense. Unfortunately, though for him, unfortunately for us, he couldn't finish a uh, ch- lot of chances, and so uh, you know it was uh, it was lucky for us. But you know that that uh, risk. And that threat is always there, you know, with our high line and their runners who can always make those uh, cutting runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I was just remembering the last trip we had at Emirates. I believe we lost two one. If we remember that game correctly, I know we don't have the players that we had for that game and stuff. But I think we had a lot of chances in that game that we missed, and uh, it's. It's somehow reminiscent of what we are doing this season. Uh, the Arsenal game you told about right now last season, it was after we won the title. We were being pretty lethargic. So those two uncharacteristic errors from Allison and Virgil Van Dijk, we're like, fine, we'll do with it because we won the title already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fast forward ten months, it's like yeah, yeah. That no. was the game, the start of things to come this season. No, you're right. You're right, hundred percent. But I just feel like the way we played in that game. I didn't feel like it was a lethargic performance, to be honest. Like I, I feel like we played well from an attacking standpoint. I know that uh, defensive errors were there, and it was very blatant from two of our best uh, best players, defensive uh, units. But I still feel like, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I, but I still feel like uh, I felt like there was some spark missing in that particular game. And I feel like this season we've seen more of that in our game. Like missing chances and to not even creating chances, and I feel like against uh, against Arsenal, uh, I trust our I trust our front line to create chances, and but my mind keeps going. Kick, will we be able to finish those chances? And uh, Tosev mentioned that we have Jota back, so I'm hoping that we can put some of the pressure on his shoulder and finish. I think he's done very well for Portugal, so that's something to look yeah, forward. Yeah, we'll to. save this topic for later. It's going to be a very spicy topic. We'll save this for the end, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, final predictions. Hit me with your final predictions about the Arsenal game. Uh, I'm going to go with three-one to us. Um, I think uh, Jota with a brace and uh, and hopefully Bobby with a customary Emirates goal. Uh, my prediction will be. I think it will be a very close game, but I'm going to go two-one Liverpool. I I would say two-one Liverpool. Uh, anything more than that would be great and very uh, comfortable, not stressful. That's something we all would like. Yeah. Amen. Amen. No stress, please. And also, this season, we're more like Robin Hood. Hit it from the rich and give it to the poor. We're winning all the games. I mean, nearly we're winning all the games against Big Six and then losing our way to bottom half, bottom half teams. So, definitely, we hope that we'll beat Arsenal as well. Then we move on to the midweek, the big game, the quarterfinals of the UCL. So, guys, the game against Real Madrid. How do we perceive this game? Do we see this as a chance for revenge, or do we see this as a fresh chapter in our quest for the number seven? I think, I think both, man. I think uh, it's a very intriguing game. I'm very, I can't wait for that game because it's two European giants in uh, right now. Exactly. Both of them in doldrums at some point. You know, Madrid is no, Madrid is nowhere near their best. We, we are nowhere close to what we were last season, and I feel it's gonna be a very, very, very good game. 
two teams who have so much European pedigree. And yeah, as far as the number seven or uh, the revenge thing goes, I think both go hand in hand. If we get if we get revenge, then we are one step closer to number seven anyway, <laughs> aren't we? And I would love <laughs> I would love some revenge to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like uh, with Madrid, I do feel, and maybe this is a personal opinion and not the most generalized opinion in the world, but I do feel like after Porto, Madrid was the next best shot for us to get into the semifinals. Yeah. I don't, I, I would fancy our chances more against Madrid than Dortmund or uh, let alone PSG, Bayern and even uh, Man City or even Chelsea. I wouldn't uh, take our chances right now. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, and uh, that's uh, I feel uh, I feel kind of relieved that we have made it. I feel like over two legs we have a good chance, uh, and yeah, can't wait, can't wait for the Bernabeu game, and can't wait for Salah versus Ramos. <laughs> that's what we're looking forward, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It it's gonna be a spectacle, of course. Uh, yeah, I feel. We have a really, really good chance versus Madrid. They're not, they're not really as good. They don't have the players, and if it's not, if they're not bluffing, what uh, I think uh, Valverde and Cruz are also not uh, available for the game, at least for one leg. That would make it uh, very easy for us, I guess, uh, especially if uh, Madrid are missing Cruz. Uh, easily one of the best midfielders in the world. Uh, and that would, you know, probably make life easier for Thiago, Fabinho, and uh, Vijnaldo. Uh, at the same time, uh, the 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 attacking threat at this moment is just Benzema. So that is something we can breathe a sigh of relief about. If if Kabak and Phillips don't, you know, get psychologically overwhelmed about the magnitude of the fixture, and you know the, the the grandeur of Real Madrid, I think we should be fine. We should we should win the game over two legs. A big shout to Karim Benzema. He's like aging like fine wine. You stop him from scoring inside the box, he's starting to score from outside, from everywhere as well. So it's going to be a huge battle. Benzema was our centre backs. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm actually uh, really scared of Benzema right now. He's been coming up trumps for them for the past few games and. And it's and he has all the plaudits. I think he's. I'm uh, not sure about the stats, but uh, he's closing up on like the top five or top six all-time scorers for Real Madrid. If I'm, please correct me if I'm wrong on oh, this. But he's up there, and uh, he uh, he's up there, and he's gonna be he's gonna be a threat. But just on this, like, do we all like uh, feel like Benzema will be the most? Uh, Threatening player in this leg, or is there someone else? I know we mentioned Cruz not being there, so that's a big boon. I was just curious, like, uh, do we do we rate like Vinicius and people like that? I know Hazard is not playing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, see, the the centre back pairing, current centre back pairing, is not uh, great, to be honest. Um, you know, it's good enough to be probably in the domestic competitions, but. When you go to Champions League, that's ne- next level. Even though, even though Real Madrid uh, is weak uh, factually, but you know it's on the big stage. You know it's their competition, right? They've won it most number of times. The 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 spirit will always be there. So and also they ha- they've got 
Vinicius, who's who's like probably one of the fastest forwards uh, in the world right now. So definitely again a risk uh, for us. But you know, you know when 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 you when someone says Madrid to me these days, you know I always think of Salah because all his interviews and everything else. I think I think in a way it will be good for us because he would want to perform very well against Madrid to show what he's capable of. Because I think, you know, at the back of our minds, we know that he's going to leave us and join Madrid. So it's good for us that he will be performing good against Madrid. But again, you know, it's all that I can think of when we uh, when, when when you say Madrid. It's all I can think of because it's very sad to see um, Salah go to uh, Madrid, uh, leaving us. So, yeah. Yeah, we uh, so I don't think Henderson's going to be back. So I, if if there was a chance, I would probably have had uh, Fabinho playing centre back alongside Kabak, but I don't think that's a possibility. At the same time, uh, I he will also be a very good, uh, you know, Jota, Mane, and uh, Salah front three is probably really really tough task for Madrid to hold against. So I think. I think that is something we shouldn't be underestimating because the problem with Salah and Mane all this time has been that they've been creating creating and trying to finish their chances and that has been a problem. And even when they've created, the chances came to Firmino of all people who couldn't finish chances. <laughs> but uh, Jota, Jota, on the other hand, is, is ex- extremely clinical, left foot, right foot, header. He, he is ridiculously good. He scored, I think he scored a really good header the other day yeah. also. Uh, yeah, it's surprising how, how good his leap is. It's like watching 2018 Mane all mm-hmm. over again. So, yeah, I... I'm really, I am, as long as Jota is playing well, I think we will be fine. That is, uh, that's all I can say. You're right about the whole Jota, Salah, Mane, Trio, man. I think we saw a little preview against Wolves. I think they look sharp. I know it's Wolves and Madrid. I think there is a quite a vast difference here. But uh, I think there's a lot of potential there and we have a lot of lot to look forward to. I, I just feel like we should uh, uh, reiterate our uh, support uh, in uh, Kabak and Phillips ka center back pairing i know uh, like somebody did mention that fabinho should be center back for real madrid if henderson is fit i i i still think that even if henderson is fit these two should be our center back pairing because fabinho is absolutely unbelievable in in a, a, in that midfield i feel like when we don't have him in that midfield we do suffer that's the one thing i do i did want to mention when somebody did say like Fabinho and he's solid at the back, we know that. But I still feel like against Madrid, he should be in the midfield. I don't know what uh, everybody else has to say on that. So, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it'll be crucial, you know, especially going against Modric and Cruz. And we just can't believe Real Madrid on the injury front because we know Zinedine Zidane, he plays mind games. The master of dark arts, they call him. So, against them, we definitely need our own Dyson Fabinho in the middle. And guys, being realistic, do do we really uh, do we really see Real Madrid as an easy opponent? If not an easy opponent, do we really see Madrid as a beatable opponent over two legs and progress to the semis? Absolutely, I they're beatable. I think we're capable of it. But uh, you know, 
more than footballing ability i needs it is more depending uh, dependable on the psychological factors once you come this deep into the tournament if quarters semis the finals it's all down to how well the team can cope psychologically and that is where i think philips could be a liability he's a good player he's a good uh, nice center half is uh, it would probably be a really really good fit at burnley or any team which sits deep but i don't i don't know if he he is uh, suitable for you know Bernabeu away <laughs> when we like we need two goals to win and go through to the semi final I I don't know if that is the sort of game he's uh, built for no no disrespect at all he's a lovely player but I don't I don't think he's built for that yeah to answer your question Pranav uh, I think uh, we can beat any club over two legs I feel you know it's a bit of a stretch you know I know team there are teams like Bayern or PSG but I think we are capable enough and not because we have that raw talent uh, within us but it's just because of uh, the attitude which klopp instills over two legs so uh, we've seen that a uh, season over season since klopp joined so you know last season i think uh, atletico was the first time when someone like opponent klopp to beat us over us, two legs uh, yeah. over two legs right yeah 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 so 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 that you know and that also that has come from you know individual mistakes as we all know but you know that was the best game we've played uh, under klopp as far as i am concerned so uh, you know we we always play well over two legs especially when it's champions league we've been really relentless so i think uh, we real madrid is definitely the team to beat right now i mean not the team to beat like we can beat right now and is beatable because of all their shortcomings with injuries and other stuff so yeah yeah i actually think we've turned into a mini real madrid since kiev uh like you know mentality wise even if we're not doing really well in the you know ups and down we always turned up in the champions league that that was always there since 2018 even recently we couldn't we couldn't score a goal versus fulham but we could uh come we comfortably breeze past leipzig who are in the top 4 of the bundesliga so yeah that kind of sums up our season so i i am i have uh, complete faith that we'll if if we are at our best we can go through madrid but then the problem would be facing you know a city or a chelsea or somebody and i think i don't think we can go past those teams they're too good then Yeah, that is for a later time, I guess. But as of now, yeah, I think we can beat Madrid. Yeah, to answer your question, Pranav, I think I will just echo what uh, Tosif and Jayadev have said. I think I have full confidence that we can beat Madrid, considering the stage they are in. I know we have our own problems, but uh, I I still feel like our front line can really hurt their back line. And uh, yeah, you they have European pedigree, and but we also have. European pedigree. We are a different beast. I know in the league, we are not up to the mark this season. But in the Champions League, we've still uh, uh, come up trumps most times. And uh, yeah, Madrid. Obviously, uh, they're a good side. They will always have that big name associated. They have the men, their mentality, but we also have our mentality. And I think uh, over two legs, we beat them. So when the best of Europe goes with the best of England that's what we expect. 
we're in for a feisty clash and we move on to the final topic of debate jota versus firmino guys which side are you on the teacher's pet or the hard working student who definitely deserves a chance as we head into the most important most important segment of our season this is going to be season defining you know either we win the champions league or we get the top 4 in order to play the champions league next time so who are you backing jota or roberto firmino jota absolutely i i will i will go to the point of saying he's probably our best forward at, at uh, right now uh yeah yeah so see i like firmino i don't think we should be like selling selling him guy has played uh, over 50 games for like last 5 years obviously he's going to be slower you know little worn off and it shows in his game he's uh, he's become a lot very groggy and everything's become everything's taking uh, he's taking a second longer and he's uh, clearly slowed down a yard also and i think firmino needs nice a uh, long rest i don't see him i don't see it as you know benching him or uh, selling him but uh having firmino coming off the bench as an option is probably a luxury most clubs would love to have and we should definitely keep him around at the club but as of now it should be uh, jota ahead of him yeah oh man this is this is like like being in between a rock and a hard place you know i love firmino so much but you can't deny what jota has offered since he's come to the club like honestly like there's so the the reason this is such a hard choice is because they're two very different players if you look at it in hindsight like one offers us like with then one takes on players they have pace firmino in uh, meanwhile can uh, drop down deep find those key passes and we've seen that we've seen very small glimpses but we've seen that in firmino has never really been a goal scorer for the club if we look back since he's been here ever but his his movement his passing ability has uh, always come from this season he has performed uh, under the his performances have gone uh, under the radar and he's not been well he's not been doing what he does best good either so you are, you just can't deny jota i feel like uh, jota very well could be uh, in terms of finishing off chances the best uh, forward we have at the club right now and he only he, and he can only improve you know he's young he's 23 uh yeah so right now jota over firmino for me don't get me wrong firmino is for me he's he's a world class talent and he's going through a bad phase right now but he can shrug it off and we should definitely not sell him we should keep him he he's a fantastic uh, option to have on the bench that's what i'll say about that yeah um i agree with uh, both jaydev and uh, karan yeah. uh he's he's probably our best finisher in the squad right now um but i would i would still want uh, firmino to start um you know it's just because the system benefits from him and he benefits from the system um you know his ability to drop deep link up play uh, you know his his ability to accentuate uh, others ability for some reason is just special i mean sure sure he has been uh, really bad uh, finishing off his chances you know totally agree with uh, his poor uh, passing you know leading to counter attacking goals that we've conceded this season but uh, but still you know he's 
he's a vital cog in the system you know and i would still i would still um you know start firmino ahead of jota um and and definitely jota coming on later on in the game because you know we've we've jota has been our saving grace this season uh, in the early part of the season where we've done good we've picked up uh, points you know he's, he's come on from the bench he's scored goals you know kept us uh, in the games won us the games so yeah so jota from the bench and firmino starting for me to to just add to your point to so i think to be fair to firmino he has performed well against in crunch games hasn't he like against exactly six, right agreed maybe and uh, and madrid is another big challenge and maybe he'll show up for that you never know i think uh, even this season i think he had a, he has goals against big six if i'm not wrong i think he scored against tottenham twice yeah injury he, time winner against tottenham yeah 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 absolutely yeah and you can count on him for stuff like this i still think we should we should uh, consider jota just because of the impact he's had since he's come but i totally agree with the fact that uh, the system when firmino plays well the system is impenetrable ours the attacking yeah. system that we yeah it's just so yeah. delightful to watch when firmino plays well everyone plays it seems like everyone plays well but but i think we need to we we need to start talking more about uh, jota's ability to finish uh, you know funnily i think his ability to finish comes from the way he plays uh, fifa for some reason you know he's he's so good on fifa he knows how to finish it's finishing on fifa is actually uh, you need some skill to finish on fifa with with the joystick right so it is he, he because he's so good with fifa and everything i think that comes through when he plays actual football on the pitch now that's an interesting point i didn't actually take that into consideration if i'm being honest finishing on fifa and also jota you know in weekend league considered one of the toughest tournaments on fifa he got a world number 1 in that so that's some achievement and let's hope he can be yeah. the world number 1 right, finisher right. here so that was it reds finally we decided that it's time for bobby you know not to be sold but to be kept on the bench and it's jota's big chance and we have seen our panel's views on the games against arsenal and madrid we think that even though we got a topsy turvy season we'll still turn up in the champions league and when it matters the most we're going to beat madrid and we'll be into semi finals it's a big week so we'll meet you on the other side hopefully with positive news Thank you this is your host Pranav signing off keep listening to the Hyderabad podcast